Hi, welcome to the Not Your Average Life Coach podcast. My name is Kay Wilson and I'm a self-empowerment coach and intuitive energy healer. And I am obsessed with helping you step into the most powerful version of yourself. If you are ready to overcome your self-doubt, transform your relationship with love, money and self-worth and start creating the future you that you have always dreamed of becoming, you're in the right place. My desire with this podcast is to help you transform the relationship you have with yourself by sharing with you tools and perspectives that will help you actualize the life you have dreamed of creating. Treat this podcast as your own personal treasure trove of rich ideas, practices and teachings that will transform your day-to-day experience. Joining me is the magnificent Kaz, who as a client of mine has experienced firsthand the effect empowerment energy work and mindset reframing can have on your life. Hi guys, I first came to Kay a few years ago and at the time I needed to make some serious changes in my life. I had just come out of a bad relationship, I was managing a business with a team of over 150 people and I needed to make some changes that I didn't have the tools or capacity for. Working with Kay has been the catalyst I've needed. Since meeting Kay, my whole world has opened up personally, professionally and emotionally. I'm now happily married with a new perspective on life, and I'm excited to see what she can do for you. Today, guys, we are talking about how to energetically navigate the global outlook. So this is a really punchy topic for all of us. And actually, the reason that we decided to speak to it, because we did actually have another topic lined up, but because we've got, there's just so much, especially here in Sydney in Australia, we're all in lockdown. and. Um, I think we're in week eight. Are we? Nine. I'm not sure, but it's been a long time. <laughs> and I'm fully aware, especially, <clears throat> you know, I've got lots of family in England, but most of Europe went through what we're going through now last year. So um, we just wanted to also talk to not just the lockdown situation, but the energy that's basically, you know, globally expressing itself right now the amount of fear and um, helplessness that and futility that a lot of people are experiencing. I'm getting a lot of clients asking me about, you know, should I vaccine? Should I not get the vaccine? Um, should I break up with my long-term partner? Should I, you know, change careers? There's a lot of big questions that people are navigating right now. And Kaz and I just thought it would be really helpful to share, you know, some perspectives that might support you in navigating your own personal journey. Um, and, I, and I think actually starting off with how to recognize what your feelings are versus the feelings of everybody around you. And, and in that, what we're doing here is we're just sharing our perspectives. That's it. We're not going to tell you what the right or wrong way to behave is, because actually that, in particularly in my mind, is what's causing a lot of strife. It's this burning desire there seems to be collect or culturally to impose views on others. And actually, you know, there are some benefits weirdly to what's going on here and Kaz and I were talking about this a bit before we started the broadcast and um it's you know as with any situation that we're facing 
it's how we choose to come at it that creates the experience that we have of it. And the reality is that there is a lot of challenges coming up right now. Um, and it's, it's actually, you know, some, in some ways reminiscent of the GFC where there was a lot of strife there as well. And, and yet what we witnessed with that experience is that we did navigate that we did move through it it was a it was a global experience that we actually found our way through this is covid's obviously hit us on a completely new level but it's how we decide to move through that mentally whether it's again having that experience from the past and saying to ourselves we are going to find our way like whatever this looks like there's going to be an end point and or a point of transition where things start to actually feel better and and see it as an opportunity to learn, you know, and and really discover the internal resources that we have that we perhaps didn't know that we had. I mean, Kaz, you've got a, a construction business. In, yeah. yeah, and I mean, I'd love for you to share, you know, how you have had to kind of flip your perspective to yeah. navigate this. Well, I actually, I had a, I had a session with you recently um, where I decided to really change the energy I was giving to my team. I think I was coming from a place because my ultimate goal is to protect um, the business and the people. And you have so much, you know, when you work really hard at that, you have so much love and care for these people and you just want to protect them. That is really like, yes, you're in a business and it's there to make money, but ultimately if you don't protect your people, you don't have a business. So that was my biggest fear was how am I going to manage this process to protect everyone? The issue with that is I was in a place of fear and therefore I don't think what I was trying to do was um, constructive. Not that what I was bringing to the table wasn't relevant. It was that the energy I was giving was frustration because I was frustrated with, with the, with the process. I've since flipped that. I probably flipped that last year and it's in a completely different space. We're doing great. Um, it, yes, it's challenging, but I, um, what it's taught me, if I'm going to take the lessons out of it, um, trusting my team, um, letting it flow because you cannot control every little aspect. This is something that's completely out of our hands. Um, telling the people how much I appreciate them, admire them, support them. That's so important. You know, a lot of the time, Everyone's doing the best that they possibly can and you just need to acknowledge that. So, and, and letting people know that you're there, you support them, it's gonna, we're going to get through it and we've got a bright future ahead. Now, that might sound really simplistic. There are so many more complex conversations that happen behind the scenes that obviously I won't share, but um, I just find that I, I really trust that it will end up in a really good place. And I really trust that we've learned some good lessons out of this that will empower us moving forward. If I look back to past um, experience in my life, it's the same thing. I've gone through really challenging times that have changed my entire life and decisions that I make moving forward. 
So it's the same thing. But I also find myself in a place looking at, you know, watching the news and hearing other people's stories. And because if you, I'm a compassionate person, I really feel for people at the moment. I know that there's a lot of people going through it. Yeah, um, it's challenging to to hear those stories and yeah. not get affected by the energy of them. The fear is the biggest one. The fear, and, and so I've wa- I'm watching less news. I know that if something's relevant to me, I will hear about it. Yeah. Um, it is. It's a decision that you have to consciously make between that fear and love choice that we're yeah. always constantly presented with. And before we move fully into that, I just want to share because what you were saying there about flipping your perspective is exactly right. And um, I was actually running a a workshop an online workshop for a corporate and um, it was a self-mastery workshop and I was talking to some of their leaders about exactly that really like how to you know manage your team and your staff from um, a perspective of adding um, or igniting empowerment rather than depleting that or uh, increasing their personal doubt and um, anyway as part of this workshop this guy turned around to me and he was basically turned around and said, look, Kay, this all sounds great, but the reality is that after this workshop, I've got to go and um, let go of about 10 people. Yeah. And how do I manage that? You know, and and you could feel the fear in his body, like his voice and and everything that was coming across. And, um, And I said, you know, wow, that's a really powerful opportunity for you because you have two really distinct pathways about how you're going to do that and the first pathway is I'm really sorry you know these are hard times I don't want to do this but this is the reality of the situation in which the whole energy of that experience is really diminishing and you know really disengaging and disempowering or you can Take it from a perspective of, you're right, you do have to let these people go. But the reality is that every time something ends in our lives, something new comes in. And who knows, these people are clearly ready for some sort of shift. Every single one of us is manifesting our reality, is creating our reality in every given second. And what you're actually doing is potentially giving them permission to shift career into something that they've actually potentially really wanted to do maybe they are scared about it maybe they are daunted by it in which case sit with them and say to them this can be a really big opportunity this could be the shift that you've been waiting for help them find light in what they're facing and you will find light in the experience and he found that super helpful super empowering because we had clearly pointed out there's fear and there's love and which way do you want to go? And it's, that is essentially what we're consistently provided with. It's this constant opportunity to choose. And you're so right. Like what we expose our psyches to creates our internal experience. If Mm. you are watching news all day you're gonna have a really challenging internal experience i did that i spiraled the other day because i the numbers came out um so we're sort of mid-august in sydney at the moment 
and the numbers spiked and it was doomsday, doomsday, doomsday. Now that's not helpful to me, nor is it helpful to my work environment, my friendships, my relationship. It, it just, no. You know, so I, yeah. I just, I binned it. I binned it all. I didn't watch the news. Um, but one thing I want to say on to that story for people that might be resisting it, which I found that, that thought, um, really challenging when we've had these discussions is when you've got a fear, a thought of fear, think it all the way through, all the way through to the end. Because a lot of the time our anxiety stops with, well, if this happens, then this happens. And then we stop there and we just keep thinking of what that situation is. But if that were to happen, then what happens? Then what happens? Then what happens? And when you that really taught me a lot because my my father used to say 99% of things we worry about don't happen. I love that saying because it's just really, really true if you think about it. Um, but when you follow that train of thought through for that individual situation, say if you do have staff and if something happens to them, they're not going to die. That's I think a lot of the time we're so built up with, oh, my God, we're so responsible for everyone and if I don't do this and if I don't do that. And then you don't follow it all the way through. Well, if they did lose their job for whatever reason, which is really unfortunate, then they will go on a new path and they could go on, a, you know, years from now you could bump into them and they could be in a really good place. It's a, it's a place of empowerment rather than a place of doom. But I also don't want to discount in this conversation the people that are in a really grim, dire situation. They're feeling really, really helpless at the moment. They might have whether it's financial or mental health or whatever it might be. And I know when you listen to these things, you think, well, that's all well and good, but my situation is X. So I, I just, I don't want to discount those people that are having a really hard time at the Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm glad that you've brought that up. We do not want to discount those listeners or those people that know people going through those times. But what I do want them to know is that I believe in them. I believe that they will find their way. I don't know what that will look like. Neither do they, obviously, but I know that they will find their way. And I know that I trust them. I trust them to have the resources within themselves to ask for help, to creatively find solutions in some way, to just take one step every single day forward, to just hold themselves in their experience with love, with belief I want to send that energy to those people and I'm glad that we're doing this because this was something I really wanted to share it's not only about what we decide to listen to or expose ourselves to it's also about what we decide to send people we've got to remember energetically we are all connected how I feel about you Kaz creates a relationship that we have between us you know if I wasn't um, appreciative of you, you would feel that. Mm. You can feel the love and appreciation I have for you. Mm. It's evident, okay? And it doesn't mean that we just have to actually know one another to do that. When I found out about the women in Afghanistan and everything that's happening there, I was struck initially by great sadness and great fear for what was unfolding. And then I really pulled myself up and because my whole psyche, my whole energy, my whole body was going into this place of despair and sadness and grief. And I asked myself, Kate, who are you helping right now? 
And the answer is literally no one, not even myself. And so how do I change my energy to help myself and also make sure that every time I think about those women in Afghanistan, I don't want to send them my worry. I don't want to send them my fear, my doubt, my grief. God, they've got enough going on. Oh. Every time I think about those powerful, really fearless women, I want to send them gratitude and I want to send them belief in themselves and so much honoring so much honoring of those sisters really that are in this dark place holding light mm. and when I do that when I say those words when I think those feelings or think those thoughts rather my body is infused I feel it I feel tingles running through my body right now and it's because I'm sending them love I'm sending them power that's all I can do right now and that's all I'm going to do with all of this. Every time I think about anything going on outside of me, I think of it in a powerful way. We are going to find our way. This is going to help us become more powerful on so many different levels. And I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how exactly we're going to do that. I'm not meant to. <laughs> but what I can do right now is make sure that the energy I'm holding within my being impacts the people around me as positively and as, with as much as support as I can infuse it with. That to me is holding light. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm holding darkness. If I'm tuning into conspiracy theories or I'm tuning into, you know, the news or whatever the things are, I know those things personally do not serve my energy I don't feel good when I read or listen to those things mm. so I'm really vigilant about mm. what I do and I and this is another big point I want to talk to judgment because <laughs> what I've come to realize is that we have such an addiction to judgment massive what do you mean by that that we are we have a what appears to me we have a sense of entitlement about judgment of others. And that to me is completely unfounded. It's a behavior that we've become so conditioned to that it's like an addiction. We've been raised in this way where we perceive judgment as easily as, you know, just looking in a certain direction. And with that judgment comes separation. It can't, you know, it's, it's, inherent in what it is if I look at somebody and I cast judgment upon them they are no longer you know connected or unified with me they are separate from me I have cast judgment on them unless I approve of them perhaps in which case I might draw them towards me so when I talk about judgment I'm talking about judgment of other people's perspectives in this current context right okay so your neighbor might be an anti-vaxxer or want to get vaccinated for example and depending on your views you might be really anti or for that person and what I am seeing in myself is a desire to stop with, like, I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to judge anybody. It's not serving me or them. Everybody has the right to choose what's right for them. And actually, with all the questions I'm getting from clients, what should I do with vaccinations, etc.? My answer is always the same and the same to actually any question, whether you're going to break up or you're going to go, you know, change your career, listen to your heart, listen to your intuition, like, 
make the time and the space to do things that create the ability for you to listen to your heart and what is right for you and give yourself permission to follow that. Mm. I think so many people are influenced by the people around them and they end up making decisions that they feel bad about afterward. And it's, and they blame the other person. It's not the other person's fault. They haven't listened to themselves. Yeah, they've not listened to themselves. They're upset with themselves. They're not taking ownership of that. So it's just being really aware of even your partner, you know, you and your partner might disagree. And it's about deciding what's right for you. My husband and I were doing two different things and that's okay. We're both doing what's right for us. And I have zero judgment of him. Of course, I love him. My love for him is unconditional. You know, is our love for people around us conditional or unconditional? Do they have to perform to certain things in order for us to love them? Oh, I love that. Oh. This is it, right? Like I've actually got a few clients whose parents disapprove of their decisions or the other way around. They don't approve of their parents, whatever the thing is. And I'm like, do you unconditionally love your parents? Well, yeah. Then... Why is this an issue? Ah, this is a condition that we are creating around our love. So it's never mind this. How awesome, how awesome is this opportunity for us as a collective to shift gear and really up our game? I'm so excited about the invitation we have as individuals to start tuning into our intuition, to let go of judgment, to start to find unity with each other, to move further into unconditional love. It's really powerful when we start to look at the situation from that perspective. You know, we're looking at an education system that's being completely rehauled because all these kids are having to get online learning. Mm -hmm. We're looking at, I mean, look at the business the corporate world, complete transformation it's going through. The financial world is going through a complete transformation. The political world, there is so many rehaul, rejuvenations, like so much shift and change and growth. And it hurts. This is what we call growing pains on a global level. Yeah. And I think people can find that quite overwhelming. I can find that quite overwhelming at times. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Me too. I'm not different to that. It is overwhelming. And that's why it's, you know, really important to continually ask yourself what feels right to me, not my husband or my wife or my teacher or my friend, what feels right? What is my truth? Because if we come to that place, you know what, we're going to come from our hearts. Mm. That's a very powerful place for us all to come from. Imagine if everyone around you came from their heart. What an amazing world this would be. And it's, you know, people are increasingly being invited to do that. It's just moving through this fear. Okay, so thinking about how we can practically start to navigate. If you're in that real fearful place, how you can start to practically serve yourself. So, you know, we've already touched on a few of those things. So really being vigilant about who you're keeping in your circle. Like, who are you listening to? What their stories are? Are there, like when you leave that person, how do you feel? Are you filled with fear or peace? Okay, making decisions, making, you know, these are not necessarily comfortable decisions, but they are gonna be ones that will serve you. So maybe giving that person a miss for a while, 
whilst you really center yourself and embed your beliefs, your feelings, and being really aware of what you're reading, what you're listening to, seeing if it serves you or if it doesn't serve you, you know, really, um, Kaz, I'd love you to share your story about your social worker friend, because I think her advice on how to show up with others is perfect. I've, I've, I've got a very dear friend of mine who is a social worker, but she's also just the most beautiful human. And when I first met her, I, you know, people you just connect with, she Mm. was that person and uh, she has such a beautiful heart. And she said, um, a lot of the time people just need to lead with compassion. So one of the things I observed in her that I loved that I now do. So it's interesting, like the energy that's around you becomes, you know, part of your thought process. She would look at someone who might be struggling, who in past friendships, someone might look at and judge that person. She would look at that person and say, oh, look at that poor darling. Like they'll be right or whatever it might be, but she would send them love no matter what it was. That's it. And I love that. So uh, everyone, and I think social media is a really challenging one at the moment because uh, I quite enjoy following the people that are just being honest with how challenging this is at the moment. But, you know, you really don't know what's going on behind the scenes in someone's life. And I think leading with compassion is just something I've never forgotten. That's it. It's, it's actually a really beautiful thing to do leading with compassion. And again, what we also touched on earlier is what is the energy that you're sending towards people? You know, are you worrying for them or are you, which isn't helpful at all, not helpful for them or for you, because actually the energy that you're sending their way is just energy of worry. Whereas if when you think of them, you send them love and you send them, I believe in you and I know you'll find your way, that energy, that's empowering energy. That's I trust you energy. You know, when you're going through a a challenge and your friend turns around to you and says, oh my goodness, that's so difficult. That's really hard. Oh my goodness. I don't know how you're doing that. I mean, you understand obviously that that's coming from a place where they wish to help you know that they feel for you. But if that same person turns around to you and says, you know, of all the people I know, I know you're going to move through this. You're powerful. You've got this. That, even in the time, even if you're in a space where you don't believe that, just hearing it from someone else, super helpful. Mm. It's really inspiring and encouraging. And that can really help you find energy to create that reality and believe them. And in the process, believe in yourself. I remember at one point, my husband was going through some real challenges with his business and uh his family who obviously love and adore him they were basically kept you know saying to him a lot of the conversations are oh, we're really worried about you that's what they would say we're really worried about you and my response to that is please don't worry about him please tell him you trust him you believe in him he's going to find his way i'm not going to stand there and tell my husband i'm worried about him why would i do that <laughs> that is not going to help anybody i'm going to stand there i'm going to tell him you're a powerful man you've got everything you need the people around you are there for you that that's going to help 
So just being really, really aware of the energy that you are sending out. What I will I- ask one question though. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to say, be careful with uh, those that you're surrounding yourself with or the tone that you're listening to, but we all have friends that are finding this time really, really challenging. So if they're in a place of fear or stress or despair or whatever it might be, it's, it's easy when you understand this, you know, coming from love or fear, but how do you support a friend who in the moment? Like, I'm sorry that you're going through this. I'm yeah. sorry that you're feeling this way. Followed by, I believe in you. Yeah, okay. So you can absolutely acknowledge where they're at. Also, if they don't want to hear it, it's not your job to change their energy. Mm. If they're determined to be in that place, let them be in that place. It's really, it's where they're meant to be. It's perfect for them. Mm. We're not worried about changing the energy of others. All we want to do is be really aware of where our own energy sits. Everybody is on their own perfect journey. If all of this sound, everything we've shared sounds too hard and too much, don't do it. Do what feels right for you. That's the whole point. We're just sharing things that might serve someone. Okay. It's more about you doing what feels right for you. If you have friends around you that don't want a bar of this, great. Let them do them. (laughs) That's the whole point. We're each on our own timeline. We're each on our own journey. It's about honoring it and respecting it. You know, I am... I listened to this YouTube talk about by these three beautiful men. I can't remember their names for me, um, but they were talking actually, this was a few years back and they were talking about, they were kind of software designers and engineers and really intelligent, really, you know, well, uh, very analytical minds. And they were talking about the fact that our society, and this was two or three years ago, had become so overly complex that it was inevitable that something really big was going to happen to kind of reset us because we just could not carry on the way that we were. We were burned out, so to speak. Anyhow, and it's like a three hour long thing, really interesting. But one of the things this guy said that really fascinated me um, was he said, you know, inevitably we're going to get to a place where there's lots of different perspectives. And he said, you can start preparing yourself for that right now. Obviously we're already in this place. (laughs) But what he said was start having dinner parties with people who do not agree with you, who are from a different mindset, a different perspective, because it will help you become less judgmental and more compassionate And it will help you start to really understand that we're all facing our own stuff and we're all trying to navigate it our own perfect way. And it will help us come together. And I was blown away by that. That's so nice. Isn't it? Your whole heart just goes, it's amazing. And it's really confrontational because then, of course, I come away from that. I was like, right, who am I going to have for dinner? And, you know, and your your whole being, like you feel it like, oh, I don't want to have that person. That's going to be really challenging to talk to them when I know we have such different perspectives. But such a powerful experience to sit there and have these really, you know, what could be challenging conversations, but doing it from a place of I really want to understand you not correct you. I'm just curious. 
you know, to hear your perspective. And you're able to, I do this with people that have really different perspectives. I have a few people in my life and I know we're on completely opposite ends of the spectrum. But the beautiful thing is they have no judgment of me. I have no judgment of them and we have no desire to change one another. We completely accept each other. And it helps me learn so much. I love it because it's open. It's an open door allowing each of us to have our own perspective and having the grace to not need to impose upon others or correct people's points of view yeah it's allowing them to have their opinion and I know that then people might say but the world will just slide into anarchy and chaos if we each allow ourselves to have our own opinion it's already there isn't it (laughs) very good point it is already there but I just fundamentally believe that if we allow each other to start speaking honestly we will increasingly come from the heart and yes we may go through chaos and anarchy which I think as you rightly point out we're probably doing right now but I think it's inevitable that it will lead to a better outcome so that's just my perspective on that my over overarching guidance I suppose is to really consciously be aware of what you're offering yourself and the world are you filling your heart with fear or are you reassuring yourself that things are going to be okay we don't know how or where but they are things are going to unfold in the right time in the right way and in that keeping peace in your heart so that the people around you are able to tune into that peace and maybe assure themselves and find their own peace I'm not saying this because it's your job to do that for others. I'm saying that because it's an inevitable outcome if you are holding light and love and ease in your, in your being. And why not? Why wouldn't you? Why would you choose the opposite? Mm. I, I do find the, sometimes you can be, um, attracted to is the wrong word, but you can be really empowered by friends that are, uh, embodying a thought that you want for yourself so if they're in a really strong secure safe loving capable place and you're trying to get there you have no idea how much your energy rubs off on other people too Mm -hmm. so if you're always worried about things your friends might be worried about things so it, it works both ways as well the energy that you give and that you receive um you've got another point here which i really love is that uncertainty brings you home Mm, yeah explain that one a little bit more yeah 100 percent um when we are surrounded by uncertainty and indecision it is really helpful because what it does is require us to look within ourselves for our path for our intuition and so my personal belief is that everything that is being created right now energetically is actually helping us choose our own truth. And so it's bringing us home to ourselves. It's destabilizing our blind faith in the powers that be and actually encouraging us to look within ourselves for what feels like our own truth. And uncertainty brings you home is actually a phrase that my husband's friend came up with and I heard it and really loved it which is why I wanted to share it because 
I, it could not be more accurate in my mind. We are all on this powerful journey home, back to our own hearts, back to ourselves. How wonderful. Good. Thanks, Kaz. Thank you. My pleasure. So, everybody, I hope that this helps you, supports you in some way, and sending you all so much love, so much belief and trust and faith in your journey, whatever that might look like. You got this. We believe in you. And we look forward to <laughs> returning to our normal um, episode breakdown, which I believe next week is about how to overcome, oh yeah, how to get over the destructive X. So stay tuned for the next episode if you want to hear. It's going to be a goodie. You don't want to hear yeah. that one. Yeah, we strayed off the path today, um, but rightly so. And if you would like us to cover any particular topics, please do get in touch at hello at kwilson.love and let us know what else we can speak to that might be in service or support to you. Uh, please subscribe. You can get us, you can access our podcasts on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and Amazon. And please leave a review. That would be wonderful. Take care, guys. And we will speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>